Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Shoot brothers. Shoot daddies. Shoot mamas. Shoot aunties. Shoot, uh, shoot soon to be babies in the belly. Shoot in uteros. Calling in utero, you. that's the <laughs> you're listening to Street Brothers uh, podcast. Yes, you are. This professional wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted Mike by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Wah! <laughs> the New Year's that baby sucks. ringing in the new baby year. New Year, baby yeah. New Year. Uh, yeah, we are recording on the very last day of the year, which is fantastic for us because more than tomorrow's pay per view of day one, um, this is the very last day for any shooties. Uh, action to come into place. It is a Friday, so there are pre-taped. There's eligibles. There yeah, are, there's uh, an eligible pre-taped episodes of SmackDown and both SmackDown and Rampage tonight. So I'm not saying we couldn't get a match of the year. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying it's possible. Th- it's possible. It's not likely, but it's, it's possible, possible that the spot of the year will occur tonight. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible I mean, that the deciding factor of best referee could happen tonight. <laughs> and of course, for technicality purposes, it is New Year's Eve. I don't think we'll be watching the shows live, but they did take place before the end of the year, so they, it doesn't they, matter. They we already watch. happened. Exactly. It's all. It's all canon. <laughs> it's all when it gets released. And uh, and yeah, we couldn't be more excited to bring you the shooties sometime uh, early next week. Definitely after that day one pay per view because that's happening tomorrow. And yeah. uh, all the shows kind of stepped themselves up a bit. You know, uh, AEW had a bunch of holiday spectaculars. Um, <laughs> NXT presents New Year's Evil just next week. So we also have that yeah. to look forward to. So let's uh, let's get right into the show then, shall we? Let's kick off the podcast the way that we always do, just by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Um, to a brand new first time. Tweet of the Week champion. Surprised. I thought he maybe would have gotten out there um, earlier on, but this week's Tweet of the Week champion goes to none other than the American Nightmare, Mr. Cody Rhodes. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, ho, ho. That's right, where Cody uh, tweeted out um, recently uh, a new photo of his available at shopaw.com. Use promo code SHOOTBROTHERS for 15% off. Uh, the cost of shipping where he tweeted out a photo of his new um, his new shirt, his new shirt available at aw.com shop aw.com uh, that just says heel baby face winner and in, uh, in like a little check box and he has a winner checked off with that American Nightmare logo <laughs> um, heel baby face. He could have checked either one of those two things, but maybe it doesn't matter. He's yeah. just a winner. Uh, damn. I mean, I've seen him lose. I've seen him lose. Man has lost. We've all seen it happen. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, but, hey, he's a winner this week yeah. in the Tweet of the Week. Can't take that away. Can't, you can't take that away from the record books, you know. Uh, once, you know, but uh, well, I, I should say, when it comes to the uh, the man, Cody Rhodes himself, a former Match of the Year winner, Mike, That's receiving true. a 2019 he's... shooty for his match with Dustin at, uh, at yeah. Double or Nothing. One of the best matches of all time. I, I dare say. I, and I, I, and you, you have said that before, and God damn it, you'll say it again. Actually, I think yeah. uh, Cody Rhodes is actually a, uh, <laughs> a four-time uh, shooty, uh, shooty winner, believe it or not. Yeah, I think he might have won a best promo in there. Yeah, yeah, he was a unanimous promo decision. and uh, he Back was a, when... Back when he was still a legitimate baby face. Exactly. He well, he, well, speaking of which, uh, he, he was a 2019 shooty winner for best turn. Face Cody. 
That's right. He was a heel when he came in, he but that's funny. Multiple, multiple, shoot, well, multiple shooty winner. Let's see, yeah. Cody. Uh, I mean, the man's got talent. We all know it. We all know it. Uh, we all know it. Uh, let's see if Cody Rhodes can get on the. Uh, I don't know if he'll get on the list this year, but you never know. You, you will never know. Never know. Uh, so let's get right into the action, then, shall we? Because we are double stacking in our dynamites this week because of you know the Christmas break kind of got there in the middle. So let's recap a little bit of the highlights from last week's episode of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. AEW, All Elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Holiday bash. The holiday bash. We only have a few more. So this this is this show's moving over to TBS, correct? Yeah. So they announce uh, January fifth, which I guess is the next episode, and uh, the big announcement. They're kicking off the TBS era with Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson World Title Match Part Two. Um, already. Yeah. Already I know, going right back to it. We had the we had the promo uh, so. for this between the two of them, Daniel Bryan or sorry Brian Danielson got a lot of the mic time. Yeah, some uh, good, uh, some good insults, calling him millennial cowboy and uh, stuff like that. And, just uh, note, anyways, note though, cowboy. Brian, Brian Danielson is still coming out from that babyface side of the uh, of the entrance ramp. Yeah, I mean he's not. I mean he does some dickish he, he things. He just wants he, to win. Like, can you blame yeah, he a guy? He doesn't cheat. He doesn't cheat. <laughs> so. Can you blame a guy for just wanting to win a wrestling match? Like, that's not the worst thing in the world. No. And you know what? He does want to win, so he doesn't want another draw. So he proposes for this rematch. Let's have a uh, panel of judges in case this goes to the 60 minutes again. So, so we don't know how that'll work, but Paige says, fine, let's do it. I don't need 60 minutes. I'll beat your ass, which I think they probably won't quite go 60 minutes this time. Anyways. Yeah, a little vague, a little vague with we need judges. Yeah, um, I just don't know how that would end. Like, how do you score a wrestling match? How do you score? Uh, is it more like a... Like, uh, well, the first thing that came to my mind was more like a boxing match or a UFC fight, you know, where they, you know, winner by unanimous decision or like something yeah. like that. Uh, they could I mean, they could get Buffer. Buffer could show up. First, they could. First day on TBS. Uh, we're not saying, uh, we're not saying no. Michael or Bruce Buffer. Either one. Either one. I'm sure there's, <laughs> a, I'm sure there's yeah. a little one. I'm sure there's a bufflet. Somewhere out there who can do a pretty damn <laughs> Jimmy good job Buffer. too. Jimmy Bufflet. Uh, yeah, either way, excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, going right back to it, a little surprised. They could have stretched that out till, uh, what is it, Revolution. Yeah, they could have. We're going right back to the well, which really makes me feel, it makes me feel like they're, they're going to start off their move to TBS with a one-hour time limit draw match <laughs> in the back of my mind. I can't help but thinking that's that's what's going to I mean, they can go happen. to the judges and still get a draw, they right? They can still get a draw, awesome. I guess, you know? I mean, it's a shoot. It's a shoot. <laughs> I don't know. Or, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. But I am really looking forward to this match going right back to it immediately. Um... You know, and we said we yeah. say this with all the championships, right? Anytime we, we've said this with all the AEW championships so far, is that somebody eventually is going to have to have the short reign, whether yeah. it's the tag titles, whether it's you know that TNT title. Someone's going to have to have the the thirty day reign. It's going to have to happen. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but we're still trying to decide who's going to have the first reign. For the TBS championship. So we saw Nyla Rose take on Ruby Soho. And everyone's rooting for Ruby here. Uh, and uh, you know what? She got the job done. Got the win. 
she hit uh, what they call it now. They finally gave the ruby kick a name, I think. Uh, it's something runaway, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Okay. The no future? I think that's what it was called. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, Ruby wins, which I think most of us wanted, so she's going to the finals for the TBS title. Going to the finals. This is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah. And then I guess the other big thing on that episode, the main event was that six-man tag, MJF and FTR taking on CM Punk, Darby Allin, and Sting. And you had uh, Punk come out dressed like classic Sting. He had the face paint on, the fucking tights with the little scorpion on it. It was great. Yeah, that was it. Was a cool look. It was a cool <laughs> look uh, for. And then Sting's makeup to match was. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he had, had like, the, the CM the Punk uh, kind of wrists, and, you know, taped yeah, up wrists with like, the X on him. Everyone and Darby just had a pink face. I don't know where he was coming in on the action. Yeah, the pink. I don't know where that. I, was, maybe like whatever. an old Sting look. <laughs> Probably, you know. Like but either way, the face paint mafia came out. Yeah, that was fun. I think there was something significant. They were in like. It was Sting's first time in this arena or something in 20 years, or I don't know. Okay, this yeah. Old, that, that's well, I guess did Sting's first Sting time tribute. going back to every arena is the first time that he's been <laughs> Pretty short much. of wherever fucking WrestleMania 30 was. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I guess the one crazy thing, there was this MJF gets like launched over the ropes and lands on his head pretty much on FTR. But he was okay. Everyone looked okay. Everyone looked okay. <laughs> Everyone looked okay. Eventually, Sting hits the Scorpion Death Drop. Darby hits a coffin drop. That's a double drop combo, and that gets him the win. So, just a fun match. Ended up being pretty wild there at the end. Yeah, it actually ended up uh, actually ended up going places. Mm-hmm. But that was the the gist, the main stuff from the holiday bash. Well, I think the uh, I think the one other match. I think you missed. I, I think you. I think you forgot the one other match. I think was from there. It was a match between Adam <laughs> Cole and Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah, they had a fun little. Fun little thing there. They had a fun little bout. Well, I think, personally, Orange Cassidy came up with the orange punch at the end. He was going to take the victory, but was taken out from behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. How could I forget this moment? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but hey, I remembered, and I'm already into it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, yes. I'm I'm already into it. Orange Cassidy almost got the win there with that orange punch. Yeah, Bobby Fish comes out first to distract the ref. So he's busy, and then Kyle O'Reilly... He shows up, knocks out Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole hits the boom, gets the win. So we are now, I mean, this is the original Undisputed Era. Roddy Strong was a later on edition, right? Mm-hmm. So, but either way, three quarters to Undisputed or full Undisputed. Doesn't matter. We got them. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly uh, came back with a vengeance, baby. Yeah, crowd was chanting Undisputed. Yeah, and, yeah, and they did a little uh, pose. Yeah, the, they did a little pose there at the end. He posed the way that he normally he poses. Yeah. But they kind of teased some tension between him and Cole because last we saw them, they were fighting in a cage. Last we saw them. Last we saw them. Yeah. I think they'll. Uh, I think Watch. they'll end up running into each other this week on Dynamite. I'm sure. Yeah, and they're they like acknowledge without saying NXT, they acknowledge that they've like recently fought and had a history. They're like, it's like yeah. Yeah, it's like hey, it's can anyway. it's canon, people. It's canon. Yes, but that was that. Thank you for not letting me skip the Kyle O'Reilly. Dude, how could I forget? <laughs> how could I forget? Never forget yeah. a good Canadian kid like that. Oh yeah, great. Well, uh, let's get into some some of the some of the new business then, shall we? I guess it's all new business because it's Christmas Eve. What better way to uh, curl up by the fire, get a hot cup of cocoa, and um, and watch a and watch a, a, a penguin, watch a little movie about <laughs> penguins waddling down 
penguins yeah. waddling down from the South Pole there. Uh, let's get ourselves you know, in, uh, let's get ourselves into yeah, some you know. SmackDown Live. <laughs> okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. You know that movie, uh, Interview with the Vampire? Yes. Yeah, well, this show started off Interview with the Penguin, as you said. <laughs> Paul Heyman. Uh, Caleb Braxton and Paul Heyman, he just kind of tears teases his career is over now that the Tribal Chief is done with him. But as we said, is this all just a ploy? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he, he also said, you know, Heyman was like, I'm not going to go down to NXT. <laughs> he did say that. Well, I don't know. He did say it. I'm just letting you know he said that. Uh, yeah, I'm just letting you know. It's like no one, no one mentioned NXT. Paul, what are you throwing? Yeah, out? nobody mentioned you bringing up that Har- Harlan Williams from NXT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get Charlotte Flair taking on Tony Storm for the SmackDown Women's Title. Huge opportunity for Tony. Huge, and uh, we'll find out how much it means at the end because this could uh, be career defining. Could be. They go back and forth, get a pretty good amount of time. Tony gets a couple near falls. She's got the crowd on her side, but Charlotte fights back, gets the figure four, but Tony makes it to the ropes. So Charlotte goes for a rolls up, uh, rolls her up, grabs the ropes, but the ref catches her. So then Tony just tries to pin her, but Charlotte counters that. Last time, uh, pins Tony down for the three. A little disappointing. So Charlotte retains. Right? Yeah, the finish was kind of disappointing. Yeah, uh, Tony Storm didn't get any like off real offense kind of in there. Nothing that significant, just a couple like roll ups and shit. Yeah. But, uh, then a few days later, we would find out Tony Storm has been released from WWE at her request. At her request. I'm thinking to myself, yeah. God damn, these so. people can request these days. Roddy, request the hell out of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they granted it. Uh, I guess she's like, well, got a bunch of pies thrown in my face to lose the match without doing much. So, yeah, what's the point? Why not? There's, uh, I'm sure there's a few companies in the United States that would uh, relish the opportunity to have a Tony Storm type working for them. Yeah, I'm sure she'll find a job pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Boogs, he comes out and steals Freddie Mercury's gimmick. Just starts doing the old hey oh, and the crowd does it back. Yeah, not as. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, him and Nakamura come out, but they're just here to watch because we got the 12 Days of Christmas gauntlet match. Winner gets a shot at the IC title. Um, so, of course, as we know, on the first day of Christmas, we got a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, yeah. So that means that Angel <laughs> came out. And on the second yeah. day of Christmas, I mean, does that mean every tree needs an angel, every right? Every tree needs an angel. So that means there was 12 people in this, right? I bet if we were to slowly going. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah. Angel, Mansoor, Angel eliminates him. Eric from the Viking Raider comes out. He gets eliminated. Shanky comes out. He eliminates Angel. Shanky versus Ivar. Uh, Ivar eliminates him. Seamus comes out. So we finally move past the jobbers into the real stuff. Uh... So Seamus eliminates Ivar, and then Drew Gulak comes out, 
Well, I honestly thought he didn't I even work I thought here he anymore. was released. Yeah. <laughs> I, this was also. Like three releases ago. Was, How did he sneak he, by? Yeah. I, I was also <laughs> like, maybe I thought he was Tony Nese. You know, or you think somebody is like two guys. Yeah. He's one of those 205 kind of guys. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. He's not here for long. Seamus instantly broke kicks him. He's out. And then Cesaro comes out. So we finally get a good little matchup here. And, uh, you know, the bar been through a lot, but. Don't know if they've ever fought in a gauntlet, but uh, yeah, they going going pretty well. Cesaro sets up for the neutralizer, but then Ridge Holland jumps on the apron, so Cesaro goes after him. But the distraction allows Sheamus to hit another broke kick to get another elimination. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, Ricochet comes out next, and he's just flying all around. Uh, yeah, hits some big springboard moon, a huge springboard moonsault. The height on that thing. Almost landed right on Seamus' head. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, looking real good. Back in the ring, goes for the 630, but then Ridge Holland once again interfering on the apron. So Cesaro runs back out, shoves him into the ring post, and hits a cameraman accidentally. Just kind of got in the way there. It doesn't happen Not too often. It doesn't happen too often. Yeah. No. He didn't know whether to sell it or to just move. He's like, what do I do? I got it. <laughs> but uh, back in the ring, Ricochet rolls up Seamus, eliminates him. So, Umberto Carrillo's up next, uh, but Sheamus is salty, so he just beats up Ricochet. Carrillo runs in, takes advantage, uh, goes for a moonsault, but Ricochet gets the boot up, hits the recoil. Uh, so, Ricochet eliminates him. So, we're getting down near the end here. Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder coming in fresh, tries to hit the Coloss, but Ricochet counters, gets the victory. He's on a roll. Yeah, Only he one el- man eliminated left. two former uh, WWE champions, keep in mind. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, the final man, Sami Zayn, comes out. Uh, Sami just pounds away on Ricochet, hits a blue thunder bomb. Ricochet goes for a shooting star press, but Sami gets the knees up, hits an exploder suplex, and then the halluva kick to get the pinfall, winning the 12 Days of Christmas gauntlet and earning that Intercontinental title shot. Okay, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did oh, uh, get a championship. Up. He will get a championship. Up yeah. There. Yeah, and uh, the word is he is also now re-signed with the company. So, oh, there's a word. Sammy won. There's, uh, that's the word. But are we getting now that Owens re-signed? Are we getting the match tomorrow? Uh, for the Intercontinental title? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll, I haven't heard about. We'll I haven't heard about it either. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that was your gauntlet match. They had one other match uh, to end the show: the Usos and Madcap. Take it on Drew in the New Day in the uh, six-man tag Miracle on 34th Street. Classic Clay. match type. It's it's you know it's just like Hell in a Cell, <laughs> just like uh, yeah. tables, ladders, and chairs. Miracle on 34th yeah. Street fight. You've seen one. You've seen them all. You know the candy cane, kendo sticks, uh, people being thrown into trees and presents and eggnog. Uh, Don't part, forget the eggnog. Yeah. No, I was about to mention the eggnog because Jay Uso grabs it and he takes a sip and he instantly, I could see the regret. Uh, he kind of like gags like, and then just swallows it. But I wonder if that shit was just like sitting out all day in the back and he wasn't ready to to drink it. Well, I mean, an eggnog, yeah. like store-bought eggnog on a normal day is already, <laughs> a, is already a little... Yeah, I don't think I've had eggnog since I was a kid and there wasn't booze in it, so... Yeah, um, you know, a, 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 a more natural eggnog, <laughs> you know, not one that you can buy at Max Milk. Yeah. 
Uh, Are you supposed to make them yourself? Put the booze in? I think, well, at least you frap the eggs. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so people start opening presents, pulling out chairs. Uh, Kofi smashes sugar cookies over guys off the top rope. Uh, yeah, I think Corbin and Madcap get eggnog poured all over their heads. And eventually it all ends. Drew hits Madcap with the Claymore and gets the win. So, people, Merry Christmas for the baby face. Merry Christmas for the baby faces. Baron Corbin was wearing a uh, particularly interesting shirt and short combo. Uh, he doesn't wear shorts too often. Let alone, like, this was the most yeah. skin, and especially with that bald, bald hair now. Like, we're showing a lot more skin than we were <laughs> when we were the lone wolf, you know? Showing those calf tattoos he's got. Yeah, when you don't see somebody's or legs, you're like, wow, your, your legs are tatted yeah. up. Yep. But that was it. Uh, but that wasn't all the Christmas stuff going on because uh, we got Holiday Bash Part 2 from AEW on Rampage. 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 This one actually took place on Saturday night, Christmas night itself. So, you know, um, finish up that turkey and cranberry sauce. Um, Put grandma to bed. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, let's watch some wrestling. So, Jungle Boy took on Isaiah Cassidy, and yeah, everyone's just hot for Jungle Boy, singing his song, and yeah, some nice high-flying moves from everyone, and... uh, Eventually, Jungle Boy gets a snare trap locked in. Cassidy taps out. Yeah. Cass, ca- the cast man is going to tap. Yeah. Right? Jungle Boy. Uh, yeah. What's Jungle Boy doing these days? I mean, we're just waiting yeah. for him to either win a tag title or a TNT title or I don't know. But, nice. uh, yeah, uh, we've been getting these promos from Miro as well, just kind of in this white room and. Uh, apparently he's been rehabbing a little bit of an injury, so that's why he, we haven't seen him much since he lost the TNT title. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, but then we had Hook taking on Bear Bronson, and this crowd, once again, super hot for Hook, and, uh, I don't even think I noticed it the first time, but I really like, I really like Hook's theme song there. The way it like has like a violin break in the middle. Oh yeah, okay. It's unique. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But anyways, once again, Hook just super over with the crowd, even with his big size disadvantage against the bear here. But uh, he's got fire. The crowd just loves everything he does, and he's real smooth, looking good. Uh, Bronson though picks him up. He spikes him down with a rikishi driver. But then Hook just stands right back up like the ultimate warrior. He, pa- he no-sold <laughs> the hell out of that thing. Yeah, he fucking hey, he? How's jumps. He always, how is he always chewing on gum? Like he doesn't spit <laughs> it out. He hasn't swallowed it. He's he's constantly, he's either constantly chewing on gum or constantly just making it look like he's chewing on gum. He's always yeah. just. Well, some guys do that. And Rashawn Michaels would always have a piece of gum and then. At a certain spot, he would just get kicked and oh, spit it out. It looked like he lost a tooth. Super kick it out of your face. Yeah. It's like, is that a tooth? Wow. Wow. By but, God. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he grabs Bear, hits the beautiful Northern Lights suplex, and then the Tazplex planting Bronson on his head. 
Then he locks in the Taz mission, gets the tap out. Another impressive win. Another impressive, I guess, 2-0 probably now, unless he's uh, cruising down there on dark, which, I mean, at this Maybe, rate, but he's I feel over like, enough that he doesn't have to. Yeah, I feel like they want to keep him special because, yeah, right now, they treat him like he's a huge, they treat him like he's Brock Lesnar when he comes Just like I said, you know, and we like we've said before, most over, the shooty award for most over is going to go to a hey. performer who is just, they're over. Yeah. And hey, best hair. He's got some. Best hair. Uh, he's got some like anime hair there. That's he really does. It's, it's that kind of hair where you're wondering <laughs> how does it stay like that. Um, got, he probably just like sprays it beforehand. Just psh, uh, you know, things. Rookie, most improved. See, these are all things. If he if he was in that flaming table spot with Cody, look out. That hair would have gone up. <laughs> just, well, Andrade's hair didn't go from up. the spray. Well, because it wasn't covered in hairspray. <laughs> oh right, because I never cares for hairspray. Yeah. Anyways, Hook, good looking kid, uh, good looking wrestler. Yeah. I mean, wrestling wise. But <laughs> anyways, Layla Hirsch up next, taking on Chris Statlander, and uh, you know Statlander, I feel, has been underused on TV lately. She's one of the best in the division, and we haven't seen her much. Well, but, you know, I mean, I feel like our women's matches have been. I guess it's all been about the tournament. It's all been about much, the tournament, so. right? Yeah. But uh, anyway, she's uh, looking good here, showing lots of strength, holding Layla up in a big stalling vertical suplex. and uh, She even hit a blue thunder bomb later on and finishes it off, locking Layla in the spider crab submission, which is an awesome hold. And I mean, Layla, she's literally trapped. Nowhere to go. Have to tap out. Yeah, this was another great match. You know, uh, Layla Hirsch gets these little t- times on TV. I feel like they're always good. I'm sure she's yeah, another she's one of those a, cruising around on dark type performers. Yeah, come up. she's got a unique, unique style to her. She, you know, she comes off as like a, a shoot fighter. She's small, but she's tough. She's like a Ronda Rousey. She's kinda. legit. She's legit. Yeah, that's it. Legit Layla Hirsch. <laughs> but let's go to the final match of this Christmas night. Sammy Guevara defending that TNT title against Cody Rhodes. Who once again just getting lots of boos, crowd chanting Cody sucks, and yeah, just any time he gets offense, they're booing him. Uh, but yeah, the match was great, fast pace. Sammy coming out hot, uh, even starts stealing some of Cody's moves. Uh, yeah, he hits a crossroads, I think, at one point. It was but, like a backwards uh, crossroads type. Yeah, thing. it was what? Yeah, a little, a little different, but yeah, same idea. It looked cool. But, whatever the hell uh, yeah. And then Cody rolls to the floor, so Sammy hits a big springboard 450 splash. Uh, then he goes for a Hurricane Rana, but Cody catches him and power bombs him over the guardrail into the crowd. And uh, yeah, obviously onto some fake fans. But oh. the one guy, he, <laughs> the one guy was like smiling. He didn't know should I get hurt? Should I get knocked out? He just landed on me. Oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, back in the ring, Cody hits the disaster kick. And then the crossroads, but Sammy kicks out. So Cody takes him to the top rope, goes for that inverted superplex, but Sammy lands on his feet. Cody jumps at him. Sammy muscles him up, hits the GTH, but Cody kicks out of that. So the crowd's going wild, chanting, this is awesome, but we're running out of TV time. Uh, So Sammy wants to finish this up, climbs up the turnbuckle, flips Cody the bird, goes for the 630, but Cody gets his knees up. And then he hits the crossroads. 
but he just holds on to Sammy, stands up, hits a second crossroads, but he hangs on again, picks him up once more, does the double underhook, but still no pedigree. He hits the Tiger Driver 98, makes the cover, and gets the three count. So Cody Rhodes, new TNT champion. And first ever. New. First ever three time champ <coughs> of any kind in well, AEW. Wasn't he also the first two time champ? Yeah, probably. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, wait. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because he uh, won the first one, <laughs> then he beat Brody. That's right, he lost it, and then he got it back. Then he, yeah, they got it back. Uh, well, either way, yeah, he's got the win here. Crowd's booing him. Cody celebrates that he's ruined Christmas for everyone. <laughs> uh, the Nightmare family all come out to celebrate, and uh, Dave Crockett, a classic promotion owner, and he hands him the TNT title himself to Cody. Wow. And a night, yeah. it, this was a great, yeah, this was a great match. The crowd was hot for it, I think, just because they wanted to see Cody. I don't know. Do you want, do they want to see Cody lose? Or do they want to, or would you be excited? I, I don't know. To, I don't would think. Be excited yeah, to I don't, see a title change hands. Like, that's inherently exciting. I mean, it's always exciting, but yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think they still don't like Cody. But, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, Sammy Guevara, so his TNT title run was a little, I mean, the matches were good, but it, the, I don't know. It was didn't a little, like a little underwhelming. Yeah, didn't Especially feel as special. Coming off, coming off Miro, who had there was that point where he was doing like a weekly challenge for it. Yeah, and Darby Allen, guys. I think at one point was doing something similar, like the weekly challenge or you know having yeah. strings of great matches. Uh, like what was Sammy Guevara doing all month? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I feel like yeah, his position hasn't changed at all since. Like the inner circle, they did. Have they been doing shit? Not really. I mean, Jericho hasn't even been around, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you you are right. It's kind of like, well, yeah. Why why has this one fell flat so far? Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? But uh, one thing that always happens is, I mean, the TNT title seems to get a little customized every time someone wins it. Is is Cody gonna? Is the the diamonds gonna disappear? Is the red strap gonna come back? Or? Yeah, what's he gonna make his look then? like? You know, all made of gold because yeah. I'm the best. Or American, red, white, American, and blue. red, white, and blue, like <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's either Cody. Cody can turn heel anytime he wants. I guess they they could make, make it a spinner they could, belt. They could stretch this out a fucking year and a half. But when it does, what? Yeah, when, I mean, if he's pretty want. much already heel, other just not in kayfabe. Yeah, all Crowd they have to do, it's whenever he hits, he, he'll hit a pedigree instead of that Tiger Driver. Yeah, and then everyone will go, holy That'll shit! That'll be it. That'll holy be the, the the official Cody Rhodes is a heel <laughs> moment. Do it to Brandy. He'll pedigree Brandy. <laughs> I told you it was your time, it was your day, it was your day to change the baby. Fucking <laughs> smack. Yeah. <laughs> That was a fantastic episode of Rampage. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. But we do have some go home show action to get to because, you know, hey, well, and not only that, we have a few more shooty entrance possibilities. So let's cruise on through the wrestling weekend <laughs> and bring ourselves to the day after Boxing Day, a national holiday in some places, according to my Google Calendar. Uh, so let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw! Let's get raw! Live from 
from Detroit City. Detroit City, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're like Detroit City, I'm Alabama. I don't. Yeah. I don't think the official name is Detroit City. It's not like New York City. It's not. But. Yeah. You're thinking Detroit Rock City. Well, I mean, South Detroit. That's not a real thing either. Amen. Uh, this Born episode of my, this episode of Raw opens though <laughs> with our uh, with the RK Bro. Our tag yeah. champions welcoming us to the final episode of 2021. Yeah, um, crowd's hot. Yeah, uh, Riddle, he's being his goofy self, and Randy's like, oh, ho-hum, ho-hum. <laughs> but uh, Gable and Otis come out to interrupt and, uh, yeah, put themselves over. They're like, hey, Randy, you can't beat Otis. He's got no neck. How are you going to RKO him? So, Fair point, fair point. Uh, <clears throat> so, of course, uh, first we start off. Riddle takes on Gable, which is a real nice matchup. Some good wrestling here. Two of the top grapplers, just kind of inside and outside of a wrestling ring. But, uh, yeah, Gable at one point pulls out this nice tiger suplex and holds the bridge for a near fall. You don't see that move in WWE very often. Yeah, it's Gable being able to pull out, like, the little bag of tricks that he can, you know, because other performers can keep up with him. Yeah. But uh, Riddle more than keeps up. He fights back, hits a big rising knee, and then the floating bro to get the win. Amen. Amen. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. And then we just jump right into the other side of the coin. Randy Orton taking on Otis. And, yeah, the story of the match. Just Randy keeps going for that RKO, but just slips off because the no neck. Just a big fat lump, right? <laughs> That's the biology. One, one piece of skin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Otis, you know, he actually put up a pretty good fight. I might say maybe his best singles match. I don't know. Uh, anyways, he was looking pretty good here until he runs into the steel steps as Orton avoids him. And Randy takes over, hits the big draping DT, DDT, goes for the RKO. But once again, Otis slips out. Uh, he goes up the ropes for the Vader bomb, Vader bomb, but Randy rolls out of the way. And finally, he's able to hit the RKO, get the win. And then afterwards, he just kind of grabs the back of his back. Just kind of grabs <laughs> yeah, his grabs back him. and pull it down. Like when, like a mother carrying a kitten, just yes. picks him up by the scruff. That little boom. scruff. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, Riddle grabs the mic and gets the crowd to cheer for Randy and uh, cheers him into hugging him. And Randy reluctantly does so. And then he pretends for a second he's going to RKO him. And Riddle's just like, oh, you got me, Randy. But then they just hug again for real. But just the tease, you know. The tease is that is that the mania match? Are we getting Riddle Orton? Ah, uh, we could. That would have some good build, some that, good story. That, to that it. could have some traction, some build to it. But what if roles yeah. are reversed? Matt Riddle turns. Oh, I mean, they could do it. Heel Riddle. I don't really know what that would be like. He's got the skill, but yeah, I don't think it's the right choice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he stops being goofy and stonerish, and he's all straight laced. Starts coming out in suits. <laughs> You've changed, like Riddle. a ponytail. Yeah, slick back hair. <laughs> slick back hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reggie and Dana Brooke take on our truth and Tamina. Mixed tag match, but yeah, not much to say. Dana Brooke actually looked okay though, doing her little cartwheels, drop kicks. I swear, the last time we saw her, she got hurt, right? 
Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I, uh, I, she's been 24-7 champ for a bit, just kind of running oh, around Oh, yeah. I forgot. No, there was a period of time where I remember like she was fucking knocked out or something. Like It was yeah, like we didn't see her that. all summer or something. It's probably Nijax. Probably. Nijax, I, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, the finisher was kind of cool. Reggie tags in, does this. It was like a flipping well, wheelbarrow suplex. It almost looked like it spiked truth on his head. Even Corey Graves was like, oh, my God. Reggie got the three. Reggie gets the three. Um, yeah. Anything? I mean, yeah, was, there, was there anything to this? <laughs> no. No one tried to steal the 24-7 title. Great. Yeah, there's no gaggle or the gag-la. It's all over. But after this, the Street Profits take on the Mysterios in the, the finals of the RK Bronament that we started like a month ago. Yeah, well, too many tournaments going on over, the, you know, kind of all over the place. It's hard. And they've been going on for a month and a half each. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one, I think uh, one of them was injured, so we had to delay it. Right, right. right. Delay it. Right. Uh, anyways, winner of this gets the title shot at day one. Uh, and apparently with the time off, Montez been growing his, his hair out, his beard. He had a full-on beard. And he had a full-on thick beard. Yeah, thick beard, cornrows. I don't know as long he's had those, but. Yeah, uh, you know, different look for him. Uh, anyways, match itself was okay. Eventually, Dawkins hits his finisher, tags in Ford, hits the frog splash from all the way across the ring. Uh, but then Dominic breaks up the pin. Mysterio's fight back. Uh, yeah, what is it? At? Oh, yeah, the Street Profits pulled out some new finishing move, the, this like double-team blockbuster move to get the win. So Street Profits get the shot. Street Profits get the shot. Yeah, it's that that athleticism from yeah. uh, Montez Ford. From Montez uh, there. Sooner or later, they're going to break them up, and Dawkins is going to get left behind. Ah, uh, no, like, they're not going to get Otis and Tucker. <laughs> they're not. Well, I mean, at least they've already won the titles. And yeah, stuff. at least they've won it once. Yeah. Oh, poor Tucker. Yeah. What do you think he's doing these days? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but then Eric Bischoff. He's backstage making a cameo, talking Bischoff? to the Miz. What is this? Yeah, an episode Mister. of eighty-three weeks? <laughs> well, you know, he's a man. He's been on every. He's been on pretty much every wrestling company in North America. Yeah, uh, I think last time we saw him was on AEW doing that uh, Orange Cassidy Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah, debate. he was like the judge or something. Yeah, he was the moderator in the debate. Yeah, that was a good bit. That was, well, a, good bit. That was a good bit. Yeah, it was a good bit. Tonight he's going to be the officiant. Is that what they call them for? Just this the wedding, yeah, the, the officiant. Yeah, the officiant. This wedding renewal between Miz and Maurice. So Miz is just backstage being a bridezilla, freaking out. <laughs> uh, Classic Miz. So we'll, yeah, we'll see them later. Uh, but AJ Styles comes out next. Big pop. He's pretty much, I think he's babyface now. He cuts a promo. He wants Omos in the ring. Says, you got to pay your dues to get to the top. And your dues are going to be paid to me. Uh, next time I see you, you're, and he, I don't know, he says, seven foot four, 400 pounds. You think those are legit? Do seven I think, foot four? Do I think those are Omos's numbers? Yeah. Seven foot four. That's I mean, I feel like the seven I think he's at least seven feet. Seven feet I can buy. The se okay, well, I say it like this. The seven four <laughs> is more believable than the 400 pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's not really chubby. He's, he's not. I mean, he's, he's not. Like, obviously, but he's tall. Obviously, he's tall. like, his muscles are bigger because they're, like, you know, like, his calf muscle. You know, like, his, you know, just, like, the si pure size of it is larger. 
Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's 400 uh, pounds. Yeah, 400 pounds is pretty. How tall was Yao Ming? Uh, he was 7'5". Seven 7'5". Five. Seven five. How much do you think he weighed? Like two, 260? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, no, probably closer to 300. But not... Yeah, just because of the height? Not Yeah, exactly. But not 400. <laughs> like even Shaq... I mean, no Shaq, Shaq, Shaq would have been, been like seven foot. Shaq is 300 pounds. Okay. Like that's what a 300 pound man looks like. And... That was one well, of the Omos biggest has a couple inches on Shaq, maybe, yeah. Oh, dad, yeah, he probably got a few inches on Shaq, but but not not. I mean, just fuck you can look at him, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here they have, Anyways, they have yeah. Yao Ming at seven six three ten, and I, I'd believe okay. that. I'd believe the three ten, yeah. Yeah, seven six though. That just seems like such an inhuman height. Like if that <laughs> walks in the room, like my well, god. Well, yeah, it's a full two two almost two feet taller than I am. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to throw those stats out there. Uh, it's important. But, yeah, AJ says, doesn't matter, though. I've seen giants come and go, but there's only one phenomenal AJ Styles. But then we see Grayson Waller in the crowd making another cameo and yelling at AJ. And uh, So AJ invites him into the ring. He obliges. Crowd starts booing him. He just puts himself over. But then Apollo Crews and Aziz come out for some reason. And... Uh, yeah, just kind of leads to AJ versus Apollo, and I mean the wrestling was fine, but the story means absolutely nothing. Uh, Apollo hits a nice Death Valley driver on the apron, but uh, AJ ends up uh, what? It's the Styles Clash gets the win. Yeah, like like you said, any um, you know the Apollo Crew stuff just doesn't make any sense, right? Didn't because he lost that Intercontinental Championship, and then we didn't see him for like ever. Yeah, and now he's always just—he's always just coming out bitching. I forgot about bitching. Commander Aziz, quite frankly. Well, I think Amos—he's the big toy in town, and now Aziz are like, "We don't need you. You suck." <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know. but it, but it is funny to see uh, Omos was the one that was being protected the most in their like uh, you know in their duo, and now it seems like Omos is actually going to be the heel in this uh, in this feud. Yeah, but I think he's going to win the feud. Mm. Win the feud, and then AJ comes back at the Rumble and wins it all? Question? Wins the Rumble? Maybe. Maybe eliminates Omos. That'd be a big moment. Eliminates Omos at the Rumble, and he wins? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, we got a couple weeks to book that, but uh, Kevin Owens comes out, cut a promo on the day one Fatal 4-Way title match. Uh, and you may have noticed he's the only one from that fatal doorway on Raw tonight because of COVID protocol. I heard there was so, an outbreak. Uh, there was an outbreak somewhere around there. Yeah, so I think uh, a couple guys have stayed at home or some were just for safety reasons. They want to have their card fall apart the week of the pay-per-view. So mm -hmm. anyways, uh, yeah, MVP comes out. Cedric and Shelton come out and they tease getting the Hurt Business back together, which I thought they already did. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they did. Or no, I think just last week he was just like their lack, his lackey, or so, or like he was just kind of like there for him, but didn't ask for it. Maybe, yeah, something vague. Oh well, uh, that ends up leading to Cedric taking on Kevin Owens, and nothing really important. Owens hits a stunner, gets the win. Yeah, with all the COVID outbreaks, I bet that's why Bischoff was called. That's my only guess. They needed someone who could do, who could be an officiant for a wedding tonight. 
Like in three <laughs> Maybe, hours, yeah. who can do it? You get Bischoff. He, uh, Bish, he Eric Bischoff understands. Well, I think what's the kid say? Understands the assignment. Bischoff knows <laughs> yeah. you show up, you get your lines, go to hair and makeup, you get out there, you do the gig, fly home. He gets it. He gets it. People, all you, all you, uh, you know, wrestling promotion <laughs> executive wannabes out there, Bischoff knows what he's doing. <laughs> But uh, right before that, we've got a U.S. title match. Damian Priest defending against Dolph Ziggler. And it was okay. They're going back and forth until Dolph slaps Priest in the face, which once again causes Damian to start bugging out with the crazy eyes and uh, just unleashes an assault on Ziggler in the corner. Doesn't break at the ref's five count. So Priest is disqualified. Loses the match, but not the title. But uh, yeah, starting to get these these losses for no reasoning. Yeah, they, I guess, I think we might be two weeks straight in this, and like we said, you know, you just maybe not two weeks straight. It was a uh, two weeks, two yeah, or three weeks ago, know, maybe. But it was to Dolph Ziggler again, uh, which is the bummer. Like you said, you know, when you're looking at that those two columns, right? You don't want to see the red on the L side. Yeah. Now we've seen it a couple times. Now he was it's in for the, no reason. He was in the tag match with Finn. Uh, a couple DQs here against Ziggler. There's the DQ against uh, Shinsuke. You know, the kind of the catalyst yeah. of, of all that. Yeah, it's all kind of for no reason. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's the story. He needs to reel it in, calm himself down so he doesn't lose these matches with his, his demon inside. Yeah, this demon inside. Um, and the crowd was not hot for this one either. I don't know if you felt that way. No, I mean... Yeah, I don't think anyone, no one wanted Ziggler to win or expected him to win, so. Yeah, the fans, especially because we got so used to the fake fan noise, so now when the <laughs> real fans aren't cheering, I'm like, oh, that's what it actually sounds like in in, a middle, in the middle of this match. <laughs> it's not constantly. <sighs> <laughs> well, let's go to the final segment of Monday Night Raw for 2021. Ending it off with Miz and Maurice set to renew their wedding vows and uh, as we mentioned, Eric Bischoff coming out uh, to kind of be the ordain, the minister, the, the officiant. The officiant. Uh, so we got the ring. It's all dressed up in wedding garb. The ropes have been removed. Uh, Miz comes out. He's got a nice white suit on. And then the beautiful bride is played down to the ring. Most of the crowd even stood up. They showed the respect. As you Looking should. Stunning. Please rise. Yeah. I mean, she looked, this white dress, she looked beautiful. Her father and was walking her down the aisle. <laughs> I don't know if he was. But, uh, yeah, so she gets in the ring. They recite their vows. The crowd boos. Uh, Miz goes to give his vows in French. But Maurice just corrects him. And Anyways. <laughs> uh, they get to the objection part, which I don't even know if you do that in renewals. But, anyways, of course, Edge interrupts. Uh just starts tearing into them says you didn't want this to be a white wedding did you ha ha then he laughs the lights go red the the broods music starts to play and then black liquid falls from the sky onto them black liquid the same similar liquid that uh didn't alexa bliss have black liquid yeah bliss and at one point, randy coughed up randy coughed up some black liquid we had some extra black liquid in the back we had some extra goop yeah well, apparently they don't want—they won't use red anymore. They don't want it to look like blood. That's a little too Even much. Though. You know, it's like they use the blue liquid for the tampon commercials. 
I guess. Well, I imagine <laughs> if it was red. I mean, we get uh, it. It absorbs, you know, but we don't need to yeah. see it. <laughs> I understand but, it's, a, uh, it's a bodily function, but hey, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like uh, blood in any context. And never mind. This is going a little too far. <laughs> Anyways, uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty lousy ending to Raw, the whole wedding Yeah, segment. so this was the segment for me that this was why, like, like I said, like I said, thought earlier, like, ah, Bish, why is Bischoff here? This clearly was not supposed to happen. I think they, they had a bunch of superstars, and they don't have to really name who or whatever. I think Seth's the only one that we know. Has COVID or yeah. whatever, but we didn't see Becky Lynch today at all. This would have been Becky's go home kind of uh, promo. Also, I think they had some time to fill. Yeah, I think they just showed a video for Liv Morgan, kind of talking exactly, about exactly, exactly. I think they decide maybe keep people home if they can or whatever. At least the people yeah. who they know are going to be performing, or uh, you know, they'll be out there. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Does that sound crazy? No, <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it wasn't the greatest Raw, but um, yeah. Some but hey, it's not the greatest, ending. but it was the last one of the year, baby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and yeah, that probably concludes the first half of the show, I guess. Yeah, let's take a little break. Come back. Come back. Uh, when we come back, we got um, NXT, some NXT 2.0, some Dynamite action. Of course, we got to run down this card for uh, uh, day one. So stick around. here with part two of the podcast here folks thanks for tuning in uh we have a little bit more wrestling action to get to of course uh before you know we got a break we still got to break down day one there's probably still seven or eight matches going on there and maybe do kind of like a last minute shooty kind of recap of uh so we can all be on the same page but everything because listeners at home we want to know we want to know what you're picking we want to know what you're picking <laughs> that's right uh, so let's get into, uh, let's keep going through our wrestling week then, shall we? Um, because we're working towards something. New Year's Evil is on the horizon, so let's break out into some NXT 2.0. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Because I think all of, you know, we we do have implications going on. I mean, yeah, they're they're turning this New Year's Evil into a pretty big show. It looks like so. Yeah, similar to that thing like we did at the Halloween Havoc. Or like we yeah. did with the um, Great American Bash, if you can recall from last summer. Yeah. Uh, so Grayson Waller comes out, starts cutting a promo. And crowd calls him an asshole. And uh, eventually Odyssey Jones comes out. So they end up having a match. Jones versus Waller. Uh, yeah, Jones was doing good. But then uh, Waller removes the turnbuckle pad. And Jones gets slammed headfirst into that exposed steel. Waller follows up with a big stunner and gets the win. And then afterwards, AJ Styles pops up on the screen to let Waller know, I'm going to see you at New Year's Evil. So does that mean for a match? I don't know. For Or just to say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, face to face? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they're pushing this little Grayson or this little Waller Styles thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere, and I mean, AJ's dealing with Omos. Is it is it just because of the gloves? Is it just the gloves? (laughs) I don't know. I honestly don't know because Uh, he he did okay. So he wears gloves, and he did a very very kind of piss poor elbow drop from the top from the top (laughs) of a cage. Was it from the? It was from the top of the cage, right? Yeah. Which is tall. Which is far. We're not saying it's not far. Uh, yeah. But if this guy it's, thinks he's the next fucking AJ Styles, he's got another thing coming. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know where this goes. Bizarre. Uh, bizarre. Nice to see it. Uh, NXT open up with a uh, longer match. This would have been the f- kind of length of a match on the uh, on the main roster here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, and then MSK are finally back in the arena. Uh, for the first time since losing the tag titles at Halloween Havoc. Mm. So that was months ago. Yeah. But uh, Riddle's wisdom has helped them find their way, and uh, they're ready to challenge Imperium for a rematch. But Imperium just come out, start mocking them, and then Walter appears on the screen. He delivers a message, but then Riddle pops up, split screen, and just starts clapping back. And uh, Riddle's just like, how about me and MSK take on you three, six-man tag next week? Walter accepts. So, ah, that should be a lot of fun. And this is the first time we've seen Walter since, I think, one of the, uh, one of the, whichever takeover, he lost the, uh, yeah, that five-star classic. Five-star classic. Yeah, Uh, man. Yeah, so him and Riddle, seeing Riddle back in NXT for a match, that'll be fun as well. I'm sure, uh, yeah, these guys, these guys have, uh, fought together alongside, on the opposite sides before. It'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Joe Gacy and Harlem come out. Uh, Harland. Uh, Harlan Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Gacy just cuts a promo. Andre Chase interrupts. And, uh, well, Harlan was supposed to face Brian Kendrick, but I guess he's too hurt. Or maybe it's COVID. I don't know. But uh, anyways, Harlan faces Andre Chase instead and just destroys him, smashes his head into the mat over and over until the ref just calls for the bell. So he wins the ref stoppage. Yeah, Andre Chase is turning into the uh, the Baron Corbin of NXT 2.0, where he's like a defined gimmick, but he's a joke. Yeah. He's even, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's ever won a match on TV. <laughs> That'd be a good question. That would be a good question. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we get the debut of Tiffany Stratton taking on another debut, I think, Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley? Yeah, I I definitely didn't catch this one. Doesn't matter. Tiffany, she's the one with the hype. Uh, But, you know, didn't quite live up to the hype for me. She did a couple gymnastics things. Uh, Yeah, gets a dominant win. But I wanted a bit more. Yeah, I think, well, someone's literal first wrestling match on TV ever. Uh, you know, you, you, you got to be able to excuse if it's not a five-star classic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't do too much anyways, so. But uh, I just don't want this to be another... Uh, Frankie Monet? What's her name? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, what's her name? Frankie Monet. <laughs> exactly. Already forgot. Uh, anyways, uh, after this, we have Wade Barrett hosting a contract signing between Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong because uh, it's official. Title unification match. Both titles on the line here. 
uh, I think the the cruiserweight disappears. They'll keep the North American. But. Yeah, I think however it works, yeah, you know, they'll turn it into the North American Championship. However it ends up working, you never know. Yeah, never know. Uh, anyways, everyone just cuts a promo. They sign the contracts. Creed brothers end up slamming Trick Williams through the table. Yeah, after he said something about do the math, I have eight abs. Uh, it yeah, was some kind know. of promo the- like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, after that, we had Solo Sokoa taking on Santos Escobar. Uh, pretty evenly fought match here, but Sokoa has to deal with all those other members of Legato distracting him on the outside. And uh, But eventually, Zion Quinn comes out and stares down Electra. They're still just doing that thing. and Escobar attacks him, but uh, all of this causes a loss of focus, and Sokoa super kicks him. Hits the big Samoan splash, gets the big win, remains undefeated. Yeah, which was a big win, too. Yeah, I mean, Escobar, he was the cruiserweight champ for a year or whatever. Not too long ago. Yeah, he needs to do a little bit more to uh, differentiate himself from the Usos, I think. Right now, his offense is 99% Uso. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is fine, you know, that's, that's going to be the way. I mean, but yeah, he's, they, he's good. They, they, they can yeah. protect him. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, you know, he joins the bloodline. Yeah, at some do, does point. he get called if up gets... if things start going according to plan? Yeah, I don't know. Perfect candidate for that mm-hmm. if that group's still together. Uh, then we get Von Wagner taking on Malik Blade. And, you know, Blade shows a bit of heart, stays in for a little bit, but uh, Wagner cuts him off, hits the silencer to get the win. And yeah, in a quick one. Well, now yeah. that uh, now that Von yeah. Wagner is uh, clearly removed from Kyle O'Reilly, yeah, Very definitely. Clearly. But uh, yeah, he still don't really know much about this Von Wagner guy. Yeah, he's just kind of big and weird looking. Yeah, uh, but the main event: Raquel Gonzalez and Cora J taking on Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, uh, and the winning team. Gets to both face Mandy Rose in a triple threat for triple, her title on New Year's Eve. Triple threat, classic. So yeah, big big implications here. Okay. Uh, yeah, Cora Jade looking good. Her and Eo had a nice back and forth. Uh, but yeah, everyone had their moments. Kelly hits a big flipping senton to the floor. Eo does a moonsault to the floor. Uh, yeah, Raquel gets in there. She goes on a roll. She hits Kelly with the Chingola bomb. But as she hits it, she kind of falls backwards into the corner. So Cora tags herself in. Raquel gets pissed. Like, what are you doing? I got this. So uh, Io jumps in at Raquel. She gets thrown away. Cora goes to make the pin. But then Raquel breaks it up, her own partner. And she's just like, that was my pin. But, I mean, you're being an idiot. If you win, you get in the title match. It doesn't matter. She's being stupid. So <laughs> Pay attention, that, Raquel. Yeah, I didn't get a didn't get that book and that was just selfish on her part uh so the two of them start arguing uh kaylee shoves cora into raquel she gets rolled up but then raquel comes back pushes kaylee so cora ends up pinning kaylee ray gets the three count so her and raquel get the title shot after all but they're still arguing about it and this was a fun way uh i thought this was a really fun way to book a match like, uh, it kind of lets, you know, kind of baby faces and heels to not really be relevant. And it's more <laughs> just you want the win because you want the opportunity, if that makes sense. 
Uh, yeah, no, like, yeah I liked... it, it was a it was a fun little way to book a match, and you know, Core Jade, Raquel Gonzalez, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be at odds next week, right? So, yeah, no, I liked everything except for breaking up your own partner's pin. <laughs> could we? Uh, we could see a new a new NXT Women's Champ, or maybe their arguing will uh, result in their downfall. You never know. We don't know. Uh, yeah, Mandy Rose just kind of cut a promo from a pool again. Again, yeah, <laughs> from the green pool. Yeah, and nobody yeah, told it it, nobody told weird. her to change the fucking color. It looks bad at night, and yeah, and her hair is all wet, and her makeup looks weird. It's just kind of not a good. It's bizarre. I guess but she's anyway, also I guess she's also got COVID, so she's uh <laughs> maybe at home. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, two That was two point uh, for you, baby. Let's go over to um. A show uh, where 2.0 might be on it. Yeah, you're right. From 2.0 hey. to 2.0, let's move ourselves over to some All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. AEW, All Elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Where, uh, yeah, big card, big card. We're back at Daily's Place for the first time uh, since leaving Daly's Place. It'll be CM Punk's <laughs> first ever time here. Like we said, the aforementioned 2.0 is going to be in tag action. And, yeah, and, this uh, is the New Year's Smash episode of... They love smashes and bashes over here. Smashes, bashes, clashes, and caches. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and Jim, Jim Ross is back to start the show. Gets a huge ovation from the crowd. Big yeah, I've been gone the last month or two getting treatment for skin cancer. So nice to see him back. He's he's got, still got a great voice, you know. Uh, still a legend. And yeah, this is also the final episode of Dynamite on TNT before the TBS switch, like we said before. Yeah. So big moment, big moment, uh, baby. Sure to be sure to catch that on your uh, on your local cable, Mike. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it hasn't changed. It's still going to be on. What channel is it on? Is it on Sportsnet or is that like Raw is on Sportsnet? Um, uh, AEW is on TSN. TSN, okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, anyways, let's kick off with a big ten-man tag match: Jurassic Express, Christian and the Lucha Brothers taking on FTR, Private Party, and Matt Hardy. So yeah, pretty you know standard multi-man stuff. Just lots of moving parts, lots of big uh, tag team maneuvers. Ray Phoenix just flipping all over the place. Uh, <laughs> you you describe. I wish I could go back and get little sound clips of all the times that you've said Ray Phoenix just flipping all over the place. It's just yeah, it's the easiest way to. As sum soon it up. as Ray Phoenix gets in the ring, he's like, "Well, so so he's flipping around all over the place. He's bouncing yeah, off the ropes. walking the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking the rope. He's bouncing uh, off of it." But then there ends up being this commotion between the baby face side as Christian tags in behind Penta's back, and Penta doesn't like it. He shoves him. Then FTR shoved Christian from behind, so he knocks Penta down, and uh, they hit Christian with the big rig and get the big pin. Uh, so the heels win. The heels win in a classic, yeah, action in spades. Uh, Jurassic Express, Christian, you know, they've made their intentions clear. I think they want to challenge for those tag titles. Yeah, I think afterwards backstage we have a bit uh, of a heated words exchanged between Lucha Brothers and Jurassic you know, and now with the return of Kyle O'Reilly, you know, a, a, a tag team legend in the sport of wrestling, uh, yeah. who knows? There, there's never been more potential challengers. 
He's just dying for a guitar to strum on his oh, way Oh, if he brings the strumming back, baby, <laughs> you, you know he's going to bring the strumming back. Oh, yeah, of course. But uh, we got more tag action. We got a night full of tag action. As you promised, 2.0 we are in the house, teaming up with Daniel Garcia to take on Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. The old uh, AEW special. Follow a tag match with a tag match. The old but. 10-man tag to 6-man <laughs> tag. Yeah. But, you know, at least the different styles here. This one's a lot more ground-based, heavy striking, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they can pull off some moves. Santana, he goes for a moonsault, but uh, Matt Lee gets his knees up, then rolls up Santana, holds the trunks, and gets the three. So another huge upset for Garcia and 2.0. For the heels, yeah. Coming out of this New Year's yeah. smash. Bash. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, afterwards, they continue the beatdown. They nail Santana in the head with the ring bell until Chris Jericho makes his return to make the save and help out his uh, inner circle buddies. Le Champion coming down from his tour uh, in, the, in, in, in the UK there, in Europe. He's back. Yeah, and his mysterious hospitalization. And his mysterious happened. hospitalization that no one's going to talk about. We're not talking about nah. it. Anyway. Yeah, remember they uh, 2.0 beat him down like a month ago to write him off TV, and now he's back. And, uh, you know, here we go. Here we go. It's got to happen. Yeah, but Eddie Kingston, he doesn't uh, really appreciate it much. He just gets in his face. He's like, what are you doing? We don't need your help. So maybe they're going to have a match. The, uh, Eddie, or maybe, uh, Eddie Jericho. Yeah, and maybe this will finally uh, get the Santana and Ortiz to split from Jericho. Because we've been saying for a long time, they deserve better. They could be title contenders, and they never seem to be in the hunt. Well, yeah, and, you, you know, it seems like Sammy Guevara lost the title. Jake Hager's been doing nothing. It seems like Chris Jericho has not been the effective leader that he once was uh, yeah. for the group. But then we're also asking ourselves, like, okay, he's he's flat out, like, 50 <laughs> and, and looks like I mean he doesn't have to look, wrestle looks every like week. a spoiled bag of milk <laughs> is he moving the needle these days I wonder in like the in the ratings world is Jericho still pulling the way he did when uh, AW started I don't know I don't now know. that you have the likes of Brian and Punk now that we've got yeah CM Punk Daniel Bryan Orange Cassidy who you know and Jericho helped you know a lot of these guys you know to bring the company to where it is now yeah. but Either way, yeah, he's got his place. Can we move on from Chris Jericho yet? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say it. I, I, I said it. I said it, you know? Yeah, I think he only wrestles like 10 times a year now anyways. Right, yeah. But they're always on pay-per-views, <laughs> taking time away from... I mean, from... I thought I thought, uh, I thought, thought that MJF feud might have been his retirement. We, we all, I think we I both thought. did. We all kind of thought he'd go yeah. out on his back, but he went out not on his back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, speaking of MJF, backstage, he's talking to Wardlow, and uh, I think they were saying Wardlow's getting a TNT title match soon. Okay. Something like that. Okay, I did uh, I did miss that, but uh, I'll take that. Yeah, well, they mentioned something like that, but then MJF says, hey, buddy, uh, let's go over your contract again, and uh, Wardlow signed it and says that any title or any prize he wins which must be relinquished over to Maxwell, so. Interesting. another... Uh, yeah, Wardlow's not happy. He's gonna be hitting some power bombs on MJF sooner than later. Well, and he, yeah, and he has a match now. He comes out. Yeah, taking on Colin Delaney, <laughs> who you may or may not recognize as a former WWE jobber. Oh from, no, I didn't. Like, no, 
Well, this was like from 15 years ago. I can't believe he's still wrestling. Oh, oh shit, really? Wow, Jesus Christ. He was like he was like a nobody then. And I don't know, he's still around. <laughs> but uh, anyways, he's here to do the job. Uh, Wardlow just hits his four powerbomb combo as the crowd just cheers him on. And Sean Spears is tapping his toe at ringside like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Wardlow, so Wardlow gets the quick win here. He, he seems to be getting all the squash wins over the last month, maybe. There always seems to be a little time, chunk of time carved out for Wardlow to get a quick win. Yeah, but um, I think they've been they've been doing it. They've been this power bomb spot. That's his new thing. He doesn't do the F ten anymore. Just boom, boom, power bomb. The crowd chants one more time. Yeah, and you know this little thing. He has to turn a title over. I don't know. Is this is this low key uh, a great storyline brewing? For all we know, MJF is gonna need something new at some point. Yeah, I don't know if. Uh, well, we'll we'll we'll. we'll yeah, we'll get to it after. Oh, wait, never mind. We already talked about that. Cody won the TNT title. Yes, so Cody we did. Wardlow. Yeah, Cody Wardlow. The, if that happens, uh, we go. We, and, we, and you know, and the, the first the first time that happened, I think uh, Cody broke a toe, and uh, but but came up <laughs> but came out the victor. So yeah, yeah, the big cage. One of the, I think the only one of two cage matches in AEW history. Yeah, yeah, it was a big one. I remember. I think it's on. Uh, it's on one of the promos for like an episode of Dynamite. That, like the him jumping off, I think. Oh yeah, just oh. the moon salt. Uh, backstage, there was some awkwardness between the young bucks and Cole Fish and O'Reilly. Kind of like, oh, what are these new guys doing? But who knows? A little weird. You know, well, it's kind of you know, it's uh, it's your friend. It's like your friends from uh, school and your friends from summer camp meeting and you're like yeah. it's okay guys you're we're all friends we're all friends here <laughs> let's all mingle yeah uh dan lambert comes out for another big heel promo calls brandy Rhodes a whore with a stripper name and, uh just ins- yeah uh insults cody says he skips over the line over more deserving talent backstage and the fans were actually starting to applaud dan lambert was he wearing the earpiece again this week? I don't know. Okay, because two weeks ago he was wearing the, an earpiece where it f- felt like someone was feeding him with lines, but just so he could like focus because he was getting booed so hard. It was like, yeah, maybe so he can hear himself. So he can hear like himself, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you're right. But, this week uh, the fans uh, were a little more responsive towards just because just of who he was talking yeah. about. I mean, he was saying, yeah, he says, Cody is shoving a sit- shit sandwich down our throats and... Uh, he says all. Yeah. He says what we feel. I mean, as Dan Lambert could be the voice of a generation. Yeah, I mean, this he is, he's got he's had a very interesting run in, in AEW so far. The first two weeks, I hated him, but then I grew to love him because he's so good. At, I mean, like, and you know, heat. and like we've just said, <laughs> the rookie of the year, Shooty, has <laughs> well, maybe one has, of the oldest rookies traditionally ever. been reserved for <laughs> newish comers or kind of people new on the scene. Uh, yeah, Dan Lambert, is, <laughs> you know, he falls into that category. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but then Brandy comes out to respond, and she gets rained with booze. Uh, she gets a couple pops, though. She calls Lambert a less talented version of Paul Heyman, which got a nice little ooh. Yeah, nice ooh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she strolls down, gets inside the ring, and Lambert says, Ah, actually, I prefer Jim Cornette. So another little ooh. ooh. Uh, <laughs> Brandy challenges him to a fight right there and then. 
And Lambert says, yeah, girl, I'm a black belt jujitsu. I'd love to slap the taste out of your mouth. So let's go. <laughs> this uh, got the crowd hot. <laughs> yeah, crowd's like, woo. The and then like, Brandy. Let's go get the shit out of her. Brandy had to her one last. Uh, says, you're a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. And then she starts taking <laughs> off the shoes, taking off the earrings. Hold the only my, thing she didn't do was take her hair yeah, off. Take, hold my but, weave. Uh, hold my weave. <laughs> but uh, Dustin runs out. He's like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Uh, he gets jumped by Ethan Page. The heels walk out on top. But hey, I like that tease. Book Dan Lambert versus Brandy. <laughs> Dan I Dan Lambert see it. versus Brandy. <laughs> Takes her out some, some, with his years of MMA uh, knowledge. Yeah, man. Just like whoo, whoo, kicks her in the head. She wow. knocks down, drops her. I don't know. <laughs> that that kind of shit, man. That kind of shit. American Top Team. One, it's one, uh, one. it's just uh, yeah. Cody versus Lambert. It's such a weird feud because <laughs> the crowd wants to boo both of them. Yeah, but, it's it's you're gonna end up, man. That would be it's the fun though. I had fun. And it just it was like two weeks ago when he said like, you, like you put me here, so you know the crowd will boo me more than they boo you, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. that's why you're there. <laughs> but now it turns around, yeah. and everyone's just like, so because if Dan Lambert gets there, yeah, it says eat a shit sandwich. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> Dan Lambert. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great shit. This is great shit we're getting here up on uh, up on Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but let's go to the TBS tournament semifinal match. Jade Cargill taking on Thunder Rosa. And uh, Rosa coming out in some special gear. I think uh, you can tell me that it's not. I know it's not Wolverine. It's like what? X-23 or something? The X, yeah. The X-23 thing. Yeah. She had the claws, the blue and yellow. Looking pretty cool. Looking cool. Uh, yeah. Anyways, crowd's hot for Rosa. Looking to hand Jade her first loss here in AEW. And uh, yeah, they got a good amount of time. Just fighting to the floor all around the ring. Uh, good competitive match. You know, maybe the best of Cargill's career. Uh, I mean, certainly the longest, I think. I don't know. It certainly seems like it. She usually, uh, yeah. She's usually done in uh, a few minutes over somebody that we've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Rosa's working over her leg. Gets her in a figure four, but Jade makes it to the ropes. Uh, then her manager, Mark Sterling, runs in and gives her a sip of water. The ref's like, hey, come on, you can't do that. You can't do that, which apparently so, uh, you can't, but uh, we've seen people do before. Yeah, we've seen it, but uh, while the ref's busy with him, Cargill drop kicks Rosa in the corner. And then this mysterious hooded woman just runs in and smashes a bottle, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just heard a big splish and... Yeah, smashes a bottle over Rosa's head. She's out cold. Cargill picks her up, hits the jaded, gets the win. So, Jade Cargill versus Ruby Soho is the finals. In the finals, but uh, not only that, after we get the jaded for the win, uh, it is revealed this this masked hooded figure to be none other than uh, Mercedes Martinez, revealing herself to be the, the attacker. Yeah, nice. Nice addition to the roster here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of a veteran. Uh, she can lead the group. She, she hops. Still go. She hops around all over the place. It sort of seems. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, her and Jay just kind of beat down Rosa afterwards until Ruby Soho runs off, or runs them out of there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll conclude this tournament next week. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, twenty twenty two can be the year of the AEW Women's Division. I think we're there. You know, of course, yeah, and we've been saying free titles and, you know, we have we have multiple titles. We have the likes of Mercedes Martinez, the, 
you know, the Tony Storm types, you know, the uh, the free agents who have come to the company. We've built ourselves up, and we've built ourselves from within. Anna Jay, the bunny, fucking Penelope Ford, Tay Conti. Yeah. These women, yeah. Chris Statlander, like we just said before, these women are ready. And uh, maybe, that, I don't know, maybe 2022 could be the year of the women's. Like, you're, we, they're not, you know, it's, not everyone's going to be a Sasha Banks or a Charlotte or a Becky, you know? Like, but, yeah, but we can get there. But, yeah. I think we can. Yeah, we still need, yeah, we want a bit more. We still want a bit more from our division. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk comes out to cut a promo, his first time ever here in Daly's Place, and yeah, just puts over JR for being back, puts over his old buddy Brody Lee. And, uh, then he gets to MJF, just says, you're a bigger waste of time uh, and a bigger waste of money than Tim Tebow, which got a big reaction. Big reaction from that Jacksonville local. Does Tebow have history? I thought he played for a different team. Yeah, he didn't play for Jacksonville, but... Uh... Yeah, so I don't know why. They... Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, then after Tony Schiavone's in the ring to interview Brian Pillman Jr. about Malachi Black and his recent assault, and yeah, you know, Pillman just cuts a fired up promo. The lights go out. Black appears, and then he disappears. And Brian is just pissed off. <laughs> where where did he go? Yeah, where did he go? Hey, where did he go? Uh, let's go to the final match of Dynamite of the year. Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly taking on tag him. action, baby. <laughs> yeah, another multi-man tag match. They're taking on Orange Cassidy and the best friends. But, I mean, the wrestling's good. Uh, everyone's having their moments. Orange Cassidy doing his thing, pleasing the crowd. Trent goes on a nice roll, hits a bunch of big suplexes. And, uh, Kyle and Fish just pull out a bunch of nice team moves there. From their Red Dragon days, apparently. Well, they had a uh, well, yeah, they had a Red Dragon uh, thing on the on the Jumbo on the Titantron there. Oh uh, yeah, when they came out, it's I like guess Red yeah, Dragon, was... which I guess was their which was their Red previously Dragon. known tag name. Like I said, they're coming for it, baby. They're coming for it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Chuck Taylor hits a nice flipping senton off the stage. Uh, back in the ring, Cole hits some big pile drivers on Cassidy, or no, Cole gets hit. Yeah. Bunch of pile drivers in a row on him, and then Cassidy hits the beach break, but the pin gets broken up. Uh, so O'Reilly goes to hit Cassidy with a big boot, but he ducks, and Kyle nails his own teammate, Adam Cole. Uh, the best friends are in control, but then Brandon Cutler comes running out. He distracts the ref. Then the Young Bucks appear. They super kick the best friends. Kyle and Fish hit, chasing the dragon to get the cheap win. But uh, that tells us that the Young Bucks are cool with them after all. So. I guess they're cool with them because, you know, they're still here to win. They're still here to die. Well, they're going to be cool with them until they come knocking up on the Bucks door. Yeah, or until Kenny Omega makes a return. Until Kenny Omega makes a return. Is that the six man we're waiting on? The Undisputed Era taking on Omega and the Bucks? Yeah, the Elite versus the Undisputed. Elite, The Undisputed you know, Elite? <laughs> is, that what they, yeah. is that what they're going to call themselves? Winner take all. Winner take all elite. Yeah, it's only a matter of time until Mr. Omega returns. And when he does, it will be a war. Fan yeah. Forcing fans to pick sides, pledge <laughs> pledging allegiances. Um, until then, we're going to uh, expect a lot of these fun multi-man matches uh, to give our Dynamite TNT run to an end. Of course, we have the episode of Rampage tonight, but... Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was a great two years, I gotta say. 
<laughs> yeah, the show will be the same. Nothing's really going to change. Just the, just the logo uh, on the bottom left corner of the screen. Yeah. There you have it. But that was this week's episode of Dynamite. Uh, that was a great show. Um, so let's. Uh, that's all the wrestling action we have for the week, Mike. Let's break. Uh, let's take a look at this day one card because tomorrow we've got a pay per view on the very first day of the year. Have we ever done this before? Has there ever been a uh, pay per view on Jan first? I don't think so. Nothing comes to mind. But- yeah, okay. I mean, it's uh, Saturday this year, so next year will be a Sunday, and then after that, they probably wouldn't do it on a Monday, because that's raw. That's so. a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? So once every... Maybe this will be like... Maybe it'll be like Great Balls of Fire, just a one and done. It could be a one and done, baby. Or maybe next year will be day two, <laughs> and, they'll <go> on, <laughs> and they'll go on from there. We have our big pay-per-view live from Atlanta, Georgia, baby. Uh, so, Mike, do you want to? Do you have? The, do you have the card in front of us? Do you want to book it? Sure. I'll book it. Uh, we got one pre-show match: uh, Cesaro and Ricochet taking on Ridge Holland and Sheamus. Very, very, very little so. stakes. Baby faces. Yeah, go a little over, maybe. stakes, but uh, some good talent in the ring. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I'm sure the Billy Club will get pulled out. Someone will get smacked. Someone's going to get Billy Clubbed. Watch out. Uh, on to the main card. We've got the Usos taking on the New Day for the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, I mean, I think we know what to expect, but that doesn't mean it's going to be... Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean... Not in a negative way. It's always a good match. And so. Xavier Woods has been on that little bit of a streak since... Uh, since you know winning that king of the ring tournament i guess the question is you know we i mean we have roman reigns uh putting up that universal title later on in the evening you know if the usos were to lose this match would this negatively affect roman reigns in some way you know he'd have it on the back of his mind or i mean maybe and uh i'm sure he's gonna be backstage preparing so he would they the usos won't have any help yeah they yeah Uh, they're not gonna have him or little Heyman waddling out yeah so they're on their own, but uh, the match should be good. Yeah. Should be. Uh, yeah. And then after this, we have Becky Lynch defending her Raw Women's title against Liv Morgan, who they've uh, been kind of feuding the last month or so here. And, you know, Liv, uh, she's got the crowd on her side, I think, although everyone still loves Becky, mm-hmm. but Liv's gotten over as a baby face. And I don't know. I... Well, yeah, I think uh, yeah. I, it's it's hard to say because I, I I think this this current Becky iteration has actually fallen a bit flat for me. I think just because she won the way she won the SmackDown title back was so meh, and then she just got it got this title when she was drafted. The whole thing with Charlotte or whatever, and her being very on the fence, you know, her being a a, a heel that's cheered. Just like mm-hmm. I feel like I have no, I'm not, inva- I'm not, I have nothing to pull in me back in for Becky. I'd much rather see li- the pop for Liv than just see Becky retain. Yeah, no, I'd be happy seeing Liv win here. Let's do it. Uh, Let's give it to her. Just a short little rain. Give yeah. it to her. Give it to her. It'd be fun. Uh, then for no reason at all, they have Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Yeah, well, we got to keep that's... Drew in our thoughts and prayers, right? If he's getting, he's got, he has to get. The big title win in front of a crowd, you know, the the mania that he never got. Even that second time he won it, I think that was still the Thunderdome. He deserve he deserves it. Yeah, but Madcap Moss does not deserve being on a pay per view. 
Well, who are we going to swap him with? Baron Corbin? Baron Corbin's got to be there to do something <laughs> slinky in the middle of the match. I mean, I'd prefer neither, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, Drew is obviously going to win. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to that. Uh, then you got RK Bro defending their tag titles against the Street Profits in uh, kind of a baby face on baby face match here. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're both going to get cheered here. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a weird one. Uh, the bro- RK Bro, not quite time for them to break up or for them to lose, uh, af- especially after just breaking up uh, Omos and AJ. We got to keep the division strong, so let's give us that. Yeah, yeah, um, but like you said, if that is a WrestleMania match, it'll have to happen at some point in the next few it months. It will, you're right, you are right. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, then we got Edge taking on The Miz in just a straight-up singles match. Uh, yeah, just kind of two veterans going at it. Uh, Maurice will be there, maybe Beth Phoenix makes a surprise run-in, who knows? And they both need the win. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, the win doesn't, the win or, I don't know, this whole feud, I feel like either guy's going to be the same coming out of it. Yeah, exactly. The Miz, you know, <laughs> first kind of match back, you would think, you know, give him the win, but he hasn't really been the the full heel. Like, I would say Edge ruining the Miz's vows was the, mo- the, heel- the most heelish thing that we've gotten so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, let's move on to the fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. Big E defending against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, well, as it is right now, who knows? It could become a three-way if Seth Rollins can't make it. Or... Yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure we'll find that out probably, you know, before right now, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I feel there's a chance Big E could lose this title here. Yeah, time to move uh, on. I mean, not even, I don't know. I'm sure he'll get it back at some point, but yeah, I feel like the rain itself hasn't been that much. He hasn't really had, I mean, other than the cash-in winning the title, there hasn't been that many big moments. Yeah, none none that I can really think of. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe Kevin Owens just re-signed a big new contract. Maybe they'll reward him with that WWE title. Oh, yeah, that would that would complete his... Uh... A near, tri- yeah, triple crown <laughs> type thing. Um, yeah, and then he could carry it into Mania for a feud. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Big E. Out. Reward Kevin Owens. I don't know. Thanks for staying. Thanks for not going to AEW. Yeah. Here's the WWE <laughs> Championship. I'd be happy. I'd be happy with it. Uh, but the final match of the evening, Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against Brock Lesnar. And... Uh, Paul Heyman, will he be, will he be there? Whose side will he be on? Who knows? Now this is the Paul Heyman uh, on a pole match. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it could be without uh, saying it. Without saying it, uh, Roman retains. Yeah, I feel like Roman retains with some uh, cheap heat. Probably Paul Heyman coming back to help him, and then you'll get your final conclusive WrestleMania match one more time between them. I think, and that's where Brock takes it. I think so. Or maybe not at all. I mean, maybe okay, not. Okay, what at are the all, Okay, okay, it. where where would your shoot meter be on Roman Reigns leaving res- this coming WrestleMania as champion? Still. It's about 50%. Okay, so you're fl- you're well, straight okay. up on the line. Yeah. Here's here's if if he does retain the belt as he celebrates the rock music hits and the rock comes out. 
And then there's your they book the next year. They book next year. Yeah. So that, so okay. So but, so what you're saying if Roman Reigns win wins, he wins, he has he, to hold the title for another yeah, year. Yeah, he has to hold for making it like three years straight. Yeah, that would be which sick. Is, it'll be like yeah, that would be Other so than a, fucking cool. <laughs> it's possible. It really comes down to yeah. If Lesnar doesn't beat him, then there's no one else besides. I mean, there's no one else that they've built up to do it, like a young guy. So No. That would be sick if Roman held on to the belt for like a thousand days. <laughs> it's possible. I'd be here for it. I'd watch it happen. I'd watch it happen. Yeah, we'll be here. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Roman can walk away uh, from year one so we can get one step closer to holding on to it for another year and a half. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> That'll all be decided tomorrow night. Fresh year. Fresh everything. 2022 uh and yeah like we said the shooties are coming up the deadline is here this dead the deadline is tonight there'll be an episode of smackdown there'll be an episode of rampage but you know the uh, and then the votes need to be tallied uh very much so looking forward to the shooties keep an eye out for that probably first or second kind of or you know in that first week but you know maybe there'll be a, 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 a normal episode in the middle as we're yeah. cal- as we're tabulating our final scores, yeah, we'll figure that all out. Well, let's get into our final segment of the week then. Just to wrap everything up nicely, uh, for the last week, uh, we need a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Mike, kicking it over to you for this one. Not a lot, uh, not a lot of wrestling this week, it kind of felt like. Yeah, nothing really blew me away in the ring. Uh, so I'm going to go out of the ring. Okay. And, well, uh, it still took place in the ring, but <laughs> on the microphone, uh, I'm going to give it to Dan Lambert this week. Just for uh, getting both booed and cheered heavily in the same promo. And, yeah. He's, he's got confidence on the mic. He's never he's never been nervous or anything out there. He's always been a good talker. He's always yeah, oh, he's if if he's always confident when he comes out there. That's one thing you got to respect yeah. with Dan Lambert, you know, and uh the from going from booze to cheers, you know, Mike, that's like when we <laughs> at an at a, at a SmackDown taping and John Cena came out. We were all <laughs> booing him and then by the end we were cheering him after he called Baron Corbin a dumpster fire. I don't know if you remember I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was one of the highlights. Uh, yeah, it's a big skill. You know, the, he did the, the, the turn, the promo turn. Congratulations, uh, <laughs> Dan Lambert. I am, uh, yeah, same thing. Not a lot of that, not a lot of spectacularness in the ring. You know, not to say that there were some great moments. Uh, I'm just going to give my wrestler of the week to, um, to Sting. Because uh, the biggest highlight out of those matches for me, those uh, that face paint job between the three of them, we brought up early <laughs> on. Um, you know, CM Punk had the face had the face paint that he you know he's never worn in his life. Darby Allen usually does, but man, the detail on Sting's face paint uh, of the CM Punk uh, the the fists, the closed fist with the X on it, and the, and the fucking yeah. red star or the red lightning bolt in the lightning. middle. It's like wow, and it just made me thinking like how. how like if you were to accumulate hours that Sting has spent 
painting his face. Cumul like you know, yeah. the man's sixty, he's been doing this for forty five years now, I'm sure. <laughs> like well probably like weeks of his life, actual weeks of his life. Let's say it takes. <laughs> yeah, let's say yeah. it takes thirty minutes of time. Let's say it takes thirty minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, sixty matches. That's a month. Uh, <laughs> One hundred twenty matches. That's two months. A year, two years of this man's life. Sting. You're my wrestler of the week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, I mean, he does it himself most of the time. But do you think he had someone special help him this week? Yeah, that, that, hard that to was draw. A, there was a steady hand needed, <laughs> and it's not like Darby's, yeah. which is supposed to look like rough, a little messy, <laughs> and a little yeah. messy. Um, yeah, uh, Sting, congratulations, and to Dan Lambert and uh, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of the Shoot Brothers Rate Live Show. The show is everywhere. Uh, we'll be back sooner than you think because we've got the exciting year one action. We've got the shooties coming out. Roll out uh, my my tux is at the dry cleaner as we speak. I've got. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, get out your cumberbuns. That's Ricky right. Gervais All is the hosting. Stars are here. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Year one, day one, it's all here, and we'll be here next week. Amen to that. With more Shoot Brothers. More Shoot Brothers action. Uh, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a happy new year. And, yeah, Mike, you take care of yourself. Enjoy yourself tonight. You too. It's a beautiful day. Don't let hey, it get hey. away. Triple H. Amen. H-H. H-H, brother. That's double H. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, brother. Shoot.